Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. Hey, Lubbock Sports Medicine. You hurt or don't know what's going on? You, if you get old, everybody's hurting. You, you <laughs> probably ought to go to Lubbock Sports Medicine all the time. You can go to LubbockSportsMed.com, check out these great doctors. These are the guys that take care of Texas Tech. They take care of high school, junior high kids all around here, but they'll take care of you too. And uh, they'd love to, you love working with them. That's the main thing. They're, they're experts in the field, fellowship trained, and the best in the business. And that's who you want to go see the great team at Lubbock Sports Medicine. Go to LubbockSportsMed.com. You can see all the doctors, read all their info. Also, Mighty Wash. Got my pickup washed uh, day before yesterday. So we got a good rain now, so I can go get it washed again. That's. You, know, you did your part. If I'd get in my car pickup wash more often, I think it, we'd get more rain. But uh, I just love what they did. You know what I was amazed with? When I pulled up there, the key to a great car wash is what they do as you pull up there and go in and how they scrub it down. And they scrubbed it down so good, these two people spraying it with the chemical, whatever they're spraying on it. And uh, just, you know, that's where you really get it clean. And they do a great job of that. I was really proud of what they did. And, of course, got the free vacuums and all the other stuff that go along with it. This is the Texas Tech car wash. This is where the coaches go to Mighty Wash. All right. We are proud to have with us a good friend of ours for a long, long time, Doyle Parker, who's been here, been a coach. How many years, Coach? Those are 12 years. 12 years. Right. How many games did we win while you were here? Uh, I couldn't tell you. We won a bunch. Uh, I've several times since then. Yeah. You know, the funniest story, one of the funniest stories about Doyle Parker is how he met Spike Docks. And I don't know whether you know this or not. First time they ever met. You know where they were? Not a cl- not somewhere. Not you. Don't guess. No. <laughs> Let's don't. Cause One Doyle's the bar. A, Doyle's a good guy. Tell him. <laughs> tell everybody where you met Spike. This is the craziest story to me. This is Spike was the uh, uh, JV football and basketball coach at San Angelo Central, <laughs> and I had the same duties at Abilene Cooper. <laughs> and our two basketball teams, our two JV teams, played in about three different JV tournaments that year uh-huh. and uh, we just kind of hit it off became friends first time they met right. jv basketball and went on to this great college career of coaching <laughs> together isn't that the funniest that thing it really right. is yeah. well you were a great asset to us and you still are one of the finest gentlemen we've ever had here i'll tell you that and we're well, proud that you're that. red I, raider i was blessed to work for a great man spike dykes was one of a kind and yeah he was he was something special. Lost one of your good friends lately, Carlos Maynard. I uh, sure did. Oh, yeah. dear friend, he great sure football was. coach. Yep. Now you got Nate Posse here with us, and not Nate is the uh, director of football operations for the UTEP Miners. Mm-hmm. And we, y'all were having lunch yesterday, and we got to talking. And Nate's in town for graduation. Now, who who graduated? My cousin's grandson. You're f- Gavin Sneers out out of Wall. You're Sneers real wall. faithful yeah. relative. Well, he, he at my mother's funeral service last year, Gavin came to me and said, "If I graduate, would you come to my graduation?" And when you tell him no, so there was doubts whether he would graduate or not. <laughs> I don't. The yeah. way he said it, I, I don't. All I say is, I said, "Gavin, I'll be there," and I was there, and I'm, I'm I was proud to be there. What, what a nice graduation! Did you yell for him? Yeah. Well, he had enough. He had a, a cheering section. Up yeah, there, yeah, yeah. But he, they, his dad, uh, Kevin, put on a. We had the reception. In the club level at the state, at yeah, it's nice, isn't Boy, it? Boy, it was nice. Yeah. We had a great time. 
Yeah. Y'all got but, anything that nice at UTEP? We got we have a nice press box like that, but you know I don't know if we use it for graduation parties. I'm going to go back and say, hey. Yeah. It, it, we ought to do this because Sun Bowl is a beautiful spot too. It is a beautiful. Yeah. That's a, I love that stadium. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And, and, uh, yeah. Let me tell you. Coach Parker and my dad lived in the dorm together at Hardin Simmons, and then when I was in junior high, he he was in Big Spring as a as assistant for Coach Dykes. Who, Isn't that something? Yeah, really. But yeah, that's the thing I know about you. That's the thing I know. I know your dad. Oh, I you know, know my dad. I know Delner. I'm, oh, okay. an old I'm an old basketball coach, and we yeah. yelled and screamed at him. He was the worst <laughs> official. So, so you didn't know that yesterday that uh-uh. you knew his I, dad. I started okay. reading this deal, and he goes, "Is Dad Delner Poss?" And I'm like, "Delner, yeah, that's, that's him." That's, I love that guy. <laughs> yeah. He's just always, you know, he's at Midland College for a long time as athletic director. Was national athletic director of the year, and uh, I love that. He's really a great. You know guy. what came to my mind when you said that, Delner? Yeah. Aren't you glad your dad didn't name you after your after him? Delner. My dad's name was Oren. Middle name is Oren, but Delner. Delner. Well, my, my middle brother, but younger brother, one of them. He got saddled with it. He got Delner. He became Dale. <laughs> he's just Dale. He, he's just done. But Nathan was my great grandfather, and I like that name. Yeah. yeah. Nathan yeah. or Delner. And you just went you went with Nate. I, I'm not going to tell my dad. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. How is he doing? He's doing good. He's is, a, he, is he still healthy? And Oh, yeah. You know, he's, he's a guy that goes 100 miles an hour. He's got his yeah. foot to the floor floorboard on the speed. How old is he now? He'll be 89 in three weeks. Yeah. My gosh, he's he still, in great shape. He goes and goes. Yeah, he's in great shape. He's, he, he takes care of himself. Where's he live? Riodosa. Yeah. Oh, okay. We oh, wow. could hang out together, Gary. We could go hang oh, he'd out. Lo- yeah. I could hang out with Delner. Yeah. You, you like Delner. Yeah. Yeah. Even though of, he's an he, official, well, he's kind of a smart aleck like us. So I have a little so trouble you, with officials. So. <laughs> well, he's a, he's a kind of a coach slash official. He, right. he did it all. He did a good he job did, as a referee. Basketball is hard to call him. He was really good. Yeah, you know he did the state five A now would be six A now championship game for like ten eleven years ago yeah. and did the NCAA tournament. Oh wow, he's yeah. a big time guy. Yeah, that yeah. is big time. Yeah. So anyway, so you ended up you, you went to Rice to play football. Sure Where'd you play high school ball? Big Spring. Big Spring Steers. Big Spring Steers. You yeah, bet. that's where I knew, first met Coach Dykes and his his family and yeah, and then uh, got in Clovis Hill that was on the staff. Clovis yeah. was up Co- here. When Coach Dykes left during spring training my ninth grade year, went to Alice, and, and of course two years later University of Texas, so it all paid off. But then Clovis Hill took over, and then they all worked together here at Texas Tech. So that, I told a funny, yeah. a funny story the other day about Clovis Hale. It's funny you said his name. We were playing at a Texas Tech golf tournament out at Lake Ridge, and on number three, it's the one that goes, you know, anyway, they, they have those big stones up there that say this is hole number three. Well, Clovis is teeing off. We're on his, in his foursome. Well, he hits the ball. He hits the stone. He And it's not, you know, it's right there. He hits the stone. And we're all just standing there. We have no idea where the ball is. And about two or three minutes later, not that long, but it lands behind us. <laughs> it was straight up. We're all just sitting there looking. Every, no, it landed. That was my Clovis Hale story. Yeah. I didn't know he oh, played golf. Well, he didn't really play golf. <laughs> I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> it was, he was out there, but he didn't yeah. really play golf. Yeah. But anyway, that's uh, funny you would bring his name up. Well, were you a pretty good football player? What position did you play? Played a receiver, defensive back at, yeah. at, at Big Spring, and then – who was your coach at Big Spring? Well, Clovis Hale. So my Spike Dykes and then Clovis Hale. And then Clovis Hale. He was a head coach. Head coach, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, he didn't seem that bright, but he was pretty good. <laughs> he was good. He was okay. good. Who, who was your coach at Rice? Yeah, we had two coaches. A guy named Alcon over, who was a colorful, 
what a <laughs> colorful, what a, what a colorful character. And then we had a guy named Homer Rice came in before my senior year, and that year yeah. I came went down there. As, Rice was the only school to recruit me as a receiver, and about two weeks before signing date. They got a commitment from Tommy Kramer, who was the top quarterback in the yeah, country. Yeah, oh, my gosh. And so I said, I'm going to go to Rice catch footballs because the other schools have pretty much recruited me as a defensive back. Well, I get down there and played some special teams and, of course, played scout team during the season but for the service of the defense. But the defensive coordinator, how life works, was the guy named Charlie Bailey, and he loved the way I played either running back, receiver, whatever, and he – Kept talking to me in the offseason, moving to defense, and sure enough, as he moved me to defense. Moved you to defense. And he's the man that years later hired me at, at uh, UTEP. What year did you get out of Rice? Uh, last year. Or have you graduated yet? <laughs> yeah. It, it took, no, I graduated December of 77. Okay. We're the yeah. same age. Yeah. Just about. Yeah. I'll be 70 in July. Can you believe that? Well, you're well-preserved. Yeah. yeah, well, except when I have to stand up and start yeah. walking. Make him take his cap off. <laughs> no, it's still, I still got hair. Looks a lot yeah. like you. No, I got, I got a lot more hair than you do. <laughs> it's big talk for a guy with his cap on. I'll take my cap. Look at all that. Hey, you oh, do man. have more hair. It's nice, isn't it? I think you, you got have 14 more. to 8. Something yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, so you're you're 70 or 69? or 68. Oh, well, I'm but a, I, I, I tell our team, they'll ask me on my birthday in March. How old are you? And I, my theory is the satchel page theory. How old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? That's how old I am. And sometimes I have to explain to somebody. <laughs> I'm going to have to write that down. Yeah, That's I'll, way deep for our audience. <laughs> how old would you? Say how, that how, how old would you be if you didn't know how old you were? That's how old I am. Yeah, I like that. That is a good, that's a good saying. Yeah. All right. Thanks satchel Page, when he passed away, it said Satchel Page, age unknown. He never told. Yeah, me. he never would tell his his age. That's a good. That's a good saying. Yeah, it, it really is. Something. Yeah, <laughs> that's why we brought you in. Today. That's because you're. That's because you're from Rice. All those smart people go to Rice. Yeah, I tell you, it was a. Now, were you smart when you went in high school? When you went to Rice, I, were you smart, or did they have a way to get I'm you guys stuck, through? Dumb. <laughs> that's a, All right, let's no. change the question. Were there any dumb people, football players, at yeah. Rice? No, and I, how I will, did they get them through? I will say this: my teammates at Rice, we weren't as smart as the or the. You know the SAT and all that, as the other students at Rice, but but that I don't remember any. This really dumb no dummies, dumb no, as a board. They were all, yeah, 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 yeah. What and you went to Rice to get a degree to? No, I, I didn't you went know to play what football. I was, what are you I talking about? Really, I just I had a degree in crazy enough commerce, which is uh, banking, real estate, accounting, yep. statistics, uh, investment. That was really good. And then I had another major, religion, which was a study of world religion, psychology yeah. religion. And, and well, I did that because I was a good writer. And some of the courses were difficult to write, but I could get into those and learn a theory and write about it and pass the hey, course. A couple of guys from Lubbock, Randy Barnett yeah. and Monterey, went to Rice. He was older than me. But yeah, yeah. Oh, he's my age. Yeah. D. McCurry. D. McCurry was my teammate. D. McCurry's a Coronado guy. Yeah. He's passed away now. Yeah, but. yeah he did. But I tell you, D. McCurry, between the tackles, he could, he was a – hard-hitting machine. Isn't that funny that yeah. we? It, he was your teammate? Yeah. He, In fact, a couple of times, we'd have short three or four-day breaks, and he would drive to Lubbock, but he'd drop me off in Big Spring and pick me back up. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. didn't have a car? Well, I had a car, and it was easier just to get with someone else and drive. It was, yeah. It's and, cheaper, too. Yeah. And and Dave and was such a good guy. He's we, a really His good nickname guy. was Barney Rubble because, you know, the, from the— Barney Rubble. But he, but he was just a— 
kind of a short, stocky, hard-hitting, smart guy. He was now he was a smart guy. He was yeah. the smartest regular students at Rice. Unlike himself. <laughs> <laughs> did the regular students talk to you, or they did not really mess with you because you were too stupid? No, they. <laughs> we didn't talk much. But, and, I, and I like to talk. But anyway, I just hung out with my football and basketball playing friends. I hear you. Well, at the breakfast club this morning, a guy from Rice University, the same era that you were there, came, his name came up. You remember Alan Ramirez was a pitcher at yeah. Rice, yeah, because he pitched against the University of Texas and he and he threw over two hundred pitches in the game, one game against yeah. the University of Texas. Because we were talking about how kids just will not throw. We threw Beckel yesterday sixty six pitches, and they said, "Well, maybe he can throw again." I said, "I bet he doesn't," just simply because nowadays they just don't do that. In the old days, they did. Uh, but uh, we're talking about Alan Ramirez from University of Rice, and it would have been right about that. No, time I was period. there. I was when yeah. I, I was there with Alan. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, we knew each other. I had, I, you know, we lost contact, but well, he was a great pitcher. Great pitcher he sure was. With I had two hundred pitches. Doesn't. Yeah, yeah, they didn't even think about it. Yeah, I'm fine, Coach. How's your arm feel? It's good. Yeah, let's go. Keep throwing. Yeah. And we talk about Roger Clemens would pitch on Friday, yeah. throw a complete game, and come back and, and be the closer on Sunday. On Sunday. Yeah, yeah that doesn't happen anymore. Doesn't happen. Oh, and here's what, here's what the conclusion we came to is, back when kids did that, there was a lot less arm injuries than what they're trying to avoid now by babying these kids. There's more arm injuries now than there ever were back in yeah. the old days. I, so, I don't even remember. Anyway, Why yeah, you didn't mention it? You agree. just suck it up and go. Yeah. 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 I, I think I'm, it makes, us, I'm fine. makes it our generation yeah. stronger in a lot of ways. You got a BA in commerce and religion from mm-hmm. Rice in 78, and you spent three years as the sports editor of the Big Spring Herald. Yeah, I did. I didn't know. Yeah, I came, and one I came year back as the editor was, of no, Big Time Sports in, Machine in, Magazine. In Midland, yeah. yeah. And that Coach Dykes, who I just revered, he was the head coach at Lee, and Pat Culpepper so at uh, – Permian. Midland High. Oh, Midland High, yeah. John Wilkins was at Permian. Jerry Millsap was at Odessa High. And each week I'd go by and talk to all those You guys. know all them guys. So those it was kind of – it was a comfortable job. Yeah, it yeah, was. It, it, as far as I enjoyed it, didn't yeah. make much money, and that's why I finally got out of journalism. So. Yeah. Well – For one reason. That's a, that's good. And you went to Saul Ross State University? Went, I got my master's. Okay, you're talking about was I – That's I, an alpine. At age 33, I wanted to teach and coach – yeah, but my GPA at Rice was not that high to be. Yeah, because you were one of the dumber ones. Yeah, well. So anyway, <laughs> so uh, you know, the, with the you state, know, I'm just messing no, no, with I know, you. But, they but graded it, on it, the curve. Yeah, so. <laughs> it is true. But the Texas Board of Education said your GPA is not high enough. I said, "What well, is it, Rice?" And they said, "We don't care." What <laughs> it, it was not high enough. So I went to Soros, got my master's, and they allowed me to coach and get my coaching career going. And they uh-huh. used those all the A's in my master's course at Soros to get my GPA up to two point fifty. Yeah. So it, it, it worked out good. That's good. Soros was good, a good two years. Good p- good place for you. Cowboy school. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Every every, uh, every weekend, the head football coach. We only had a head coach and three assistants, and and I helped coach basketball too. But every, most every weekend in the spring the football players would fight the Cowboys. And I mean, they were legendary fights. Did they I, sell tickets to it? They could have. Yeah. And there's times you lived up kind of on the hill and they'd fight down below or at the bars. And, you know, everybody in Alpine, there's times you just sit back and watch. Of course, 
then the, the head coach would get upset with the players and run them on Sunday after the police called, and he'd get on us for not breaking it up. I wasn't going to go break up a oh, fight no. between a bunch of no, young football hurt. players and young cowboys. That's, yeah, did they make you chew tobacco when you went there? I heard no, they made you chew. They didn't make me chew. Okay, good. No, I, well, I I'm proud of you. Bubblegum. <laughs> bubble <gum. laughs> yeah. Well, it's, man, you've been all over everywhere. He coached at Kermit, Greenwood, and Midland. El Paso Coronado, 94 to 96. And uh, you're president of the El Paso Coaches Association in 96, 97. You've had a very varied sports career. Well, you're president of something else, I noticed. Two years ago, president of the National Director of Football Operations, the National Organization. You put on meetings trying to help your fellow people like Tommy McVeigh and Antonio Huffman. And, then and we want to talk about them because you were great friends with Tommy. Yeah. And now you're great friends with Antonio Huffman. I talked but Huffman the music's today. playing, Gary, is the reason I'm saying okay. we want to talk about that because yeah. we don't have time to talk. Doyle, thank you for your input. Enjoy being here. <laughs> we appreciate you yeah. staying awake during all this. Oh, <laughs> yeah, you, need to drift, you need to drift off. Now you told Nate that we're just we're kidding a lot. No, I, we're kidding a lot. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. Only when we're talking. More sports talk. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. You know, if your friend was Tommy McVeigh, and Tommy McVeigh liked you, I guarantee you we're going to like you. You know what, though? Tommy McVeigh liked everybody. He already did. You know what? Well, you thought he did. And everybody liked Tommy McVeigh. (laughs) Yeah, you you assumed he did. That's the truth. All right, you mentioned the Ross course. When you go to play, you need to get out to Golf USA, get all outfitted, get the equipment. They can fit you. They've got all the all the things there to show you exactly which kind of clubs you ought to be hitting, irons and drivers and everything. they got the apparel. They've got a repair shop. They've got everything. You need to go see Stacy and Mike and Chet and the whole group out there at Golf USA, 67th and Indiana Avenue. And Leftwich Chapman, Flooring America. That's Larry Leftwich and Joe Chapman. And uh, it was kind of funny. Yesterday we were eating out at All American, and uh, Joey Yates walked up to us, yeah. and that's Bobby Yates, Bobby and Becky Yates' boy, and of course they're at the other uh, flooring yeah. company. <laughs> and he said they watch every week, the name and I said I bet you Bobby every week I do the Leftwich Chapman commercial. Hey, look up there! And he goes, "Well, hey, and it looks like he's looking right at us." I know it. There he is, but though. he can't see us. He can't see us. Can you hear us, Coach? Can you hear us? Yeah. Can you All hear right. Me? Yeah, we got you. We got you. Thanks for doing this. You in your office? Yeah, I'm in my office. We're uh, leaving today for the regional. The guys are out at the hitting bay getting a a little practice session in before we leave for Norman. Well, are y'all the number one seed in this regional? Yes. We are, yes, sir. And yet you go to another team's home course. That doesn't seem right about that. Well, we do it a little bit different. We're trying to do it more like baseball where – uh, where we try to let the, the top six teams host because there's six regionals. But, you know, right now with golf courses, trying yeah. to get them secure and all that, it you know, the committee always feels like it takes two or three years to do that. So they, they, they basically have a, a bid process that's two or, by about three or four years out. So, you know, um, it's a little more involved than just a baseball part. But I think we're getting into the point where we figured out, hey, it's not that hard to accommodate 13, 14 teams. Um, if you're in the top, you know, 10 or 12 starting the spring, um, let's, let's plan on hosting. So I think we're getting it there with our golf coaches association, but yeah, right now we're, you know, for example, Michigan state's ranked in the fifties and they're hosting the regional. So, um, it, it's all predetermined two or three years out. Okay. But it sounds to me like 
as good as your program's been for as long as it's been, and as good as the Rawls course is, that we should be hosting some regionals here fairly soon. Am I right? Yeah, the the women uh, we've put in some bids. Uh, we haven't. Uh, we we have we have uh, secured the women's regional next year, um, and usually that's a good sign for hopefully picking up the men's bid. The the men we 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 did ours five or six years in advance, so we've had a we haven't hosted since 2014. So I'm hoping we can uh, get back in there and host on the men's side. It's such a big advantage. It's it's really a bigger advantage than any other sport. Yeah, because yeah, home, of, home field, you know. Yeah, every putt, every every nook and cranny of the golf course, you know, those guys know. So, but um, you know, if we play well and and uh, get up there, we we can give OU a run for the money on well, the golf course for sure. Hey, coach, and the bottom line is, you don't have to beat OU. You've got to right. finish in the top what to to go to the well, top five, top five, so. yeah. Yeah. Top five. So there's uh, five advance from each regional. You know, we have a tough regional. There's probably six teams in the top 25, top or 30. So uh, depending on what ranking you look at, and and uh, it could get it could get a little dicey with some weather and stopping and starting. So we'll have to be ready to go. We can't just uh, go up there and and I uh, think we can go through through the motions. That's for sure. Well, we're pretty good. We really are. When you got Ludwig. Have, if we play, if we play well, if we if we play our normal game, we'll be just fine. Yeah. If, the, if something doesn't happen, well, well and y'all probably all played that course, haven't you? Well, I I made one good coaching move this whole year, I think, and uh, we on our way to Big Twelve, we stopped up there. I, I kind of had a hunch maybe we get sent there based on the rankings and how they use the S curve, and so we stopped on our way to Big Twelve and played. Now the day we played, it was blowing about thirty from the north, so it was a little <laughs> bit different golf course than we're going to see here uh-huh. in a few days, but. The guy, none of our guys had seen the place. I hadn't been up there in quite a while since they redid some things, and so uh, we did get to go see that, and and I think that'll pay off because you know right now with the weather being the way it is tomorrow, that's our tomorrow's our official practice round. You know we could only get in maybe nine holes or something, so it's going to be interesting to see how the how much water that place gets, how much it can hold, and and uh, yeah, it could. could could be one of those where you stop and start a lot in three days. Would they shorten the event? Is that allowed? You know, there's a lot of provision. I need to look back through the manual. I do know that I think it could still be an official regional if we get 36 holes in. That wouldn't be optimal. I hate for yeah. you know our season to, season to come down to just 36 holes. But I think anything less than 36, or if they just get too much rain, they could they could they could either call a day and we try to play 36 in a day to catch up um if, if, if the worst case scenario where it flooded and we couldn't play i think they just advanced the top five seeds from the regional but i've only seen that happen one time in 23 years so i bet we get it in now what's that what does it take do you think you have the mix and the players i know aberg's the best in the country i mean he's he's great but do you have the mix of players you think to win a national championship to go all the way to the title oh yeah of course i mean this team's played a lot of good golf. Yeah. Um, really, really consistently, maybe until the last month. And maybe I overscheduled. We we got a little, uh, you know, we, we played a lot of golf there before the Big 12. And some of the guys in the, in the back end struggled a little bit. And, um, you know, the best way I can maybe describe it to you guys is our, you know, our, our bullpen arms kind of got tired there at the end of the year. And, and maybe that's my fault. But we're fresh now. We've had some good, really good practice this week. Um, we had two guys shoot 29 yesterday on the front nine, Ludwig and Jack Wall. Um, Is it the Rawls or Lubbock? Played. 
Yeah, it, it, it rolls. Okay. And then we played Lubbock the day before, and uh, Ludwig shot 60, 62. So, yeah, that's uh, not really what we shoot. Yeah. Hey, when yeah, we. Exactly. <laughs> that's about. You saw us out there. Yeah, then we got to make the turn. Round, round number hole 12, where we get to <laughs> yeah, 62. We get to 62. I saw Greg yeah. the other day. We, he was driving around a guy. I don't know whether. I don't want to talk about anything I'm not supposed to talk about. No. But he, I didn't know he had a guy with him. and. I was, you know, just being a red raider. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's great. <laughs> was it okay? Those. This is. Oh, he's great. We had a uh, kid from uh, in the portal, and uh, that was in a you know, graduate transfer, and and uh, yeah, he loved it. I'd, I'd be surprised if he doesn't come. But um, good. You know, I, I could I could talk about it. He's a kid from K State. He's in the portal, and and uh, he'd be a he'd be a a good pickup for us. So he's a good looking you know, kid. Bumps, yeah, those bumps of just random running into people that you know, it's great because he gets to see the community really cares. And, yeah. And uh, I think that's what makes Lubbock special. I cried. I cried their, a little bit. Raider Raiders. He liked that. Oh, I cried about how yeah. that, that tech was so important. No, I just, I didn't know what, I didn't know what was going on like I normally don't. You know, I'm usually just in the dark. <laughs> but yeah, it was great just, to, to meet him. Well, it was, uh, I'm glad we uh, ran into you. We, we actually ran into several people that stopped. And again, that's, that's just a testimony of the friendliness of the of the people, and yeah, and uh, that's, but, that's what makes Lubbock a special place. But unfortunately, he's a K State guy, and the people are really friendly up there too. So yeah, that's you true. Know, you know, if he's coming from a lot of, lots of parts of the country, it would stand out. But you know, they've got really good people up at K State too. They do. Well, Coach, we're so I proud like of you. We really are. And I didn't know this the other day. I was reading a deal, and and uh, you and Grant McCaslin came to Tech at the same time. Yeah. When when he came as like yeah. director of basketball operation or whatever his job was, I don't even know what it was. But right, you came as the golf coach, right? Isn't that weird how the past? Yeah, we came. We I came in August '99 as as the assistant with Jeff Mitchell. Yeah, and um, you know I stayed here the whole time. He went off, and now we're back here here together at the. <laughs> same time so i haven't had the chance to meet him but i actually know several friends that that have picked up the phone and go hey he's a great guy i know him uh you know from various various things you're gonna love the guy and and I, so i look forward to meeting him i, I think he's gonna be a a guy that that uh does things the right way and, and gets that program i agree uh, rolling for a well, long he sort time of, he sort of disappeared for like a month but then he reappeared and threw out the first pitch i think the other day so he, he, he have does any, exist he didn't have any players i think he didn't want to talk to people because he was going to say well we've only got three players until <laughs> <laughs> we have enough until we have enough to play i'm gonna lay low until we get five i'm not gonna <laughs> hey you mentioned jeff mitchell a second ago where is jeff now and, and what's he doing you know jeff jeff uh, is down in the, the houston area um we keep in touch. He's, he regularly texts me on, on just wishing me good luck and congratulations when we do well. And we uh, just exchange texts every once in a while, but he's doing well. And, and, um, I think he's still, uh, involved doing some golf lessons and different things, but, um, yeah, I think, I think they're really enjoying, um, and grandkids and, 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 and being, being grandparents and, um, yeah, Jeff, Jeff's a big reason why I'm here. I mean, it is the reason I'm here here today all right you brought up grandkids tell us about your kids and what they're involved in here in town yeah so my oldest son Cade's a just finished his sophomore year here at tech and he's uh, um a business major um is he a frat uh, boy is he in a fraternity you know he's not he's uh 
you know, he probably wishes he would have done that looking back, but, um, you know, he's uh, gotten involved in a, in a couple Christian organizations, Stumo, and he's really thriving, loves tech. He's, he's the guy that goes to all the games so he can get enough points to go to the basketball games. He loves it. So he, he, uh, makes sure he goes and gets his points so he can get into those basketball games. He's a, um, Dad, he likes to play golf. He doesn't Dad play couldn't get him in the basketball games. Yeah. You would think you know. <laughs> you know, come on. Every Dad. time a big, every time a big game comes up, my four tickets are gone. I got. I'm the one begging for a ticket. You know, but uh, and then my daughter is graduating. She goes to KPA, and she's she's graduating next week, and she's going to go to Texas Tech. So oh, I have great. two at Tech, and then I've got a 15 year old boy that's uh, at KPA, and then a 10 year old boy, and the 15 year old is a pole vaulter. He. Uh, Actually won the two eight taps regional and then uh, jumped 11, 11 foot, which is his personal best, and then had a bad state term. I think he only cleared ten, uh, ten foot or ten six. I can't remember, and and ended up not placing. The two guys he beat at regional beat him, and and then there's one guy that was better at all of them. So um, so that's what he's into. And the little guy's a baseballer. So how many kids he, uh, you got now? How many? I counted four. Four. And they, they, and they go lost to, count at three. I know. Kingdom Prep is what you're talking about, KPA. Yes, that's correct. That's great. That is great. Well, I'm, that's so cool. We're just so glad. you you got to be having fun, Coach. You're building it. I mean, you've oh, built yeah. it for a while now, and you're seeing the fruit of that. I don't know how you get all these players from all over the world, and it's amazing what you do. And I know the Rawls course has been a huge help for you and JoJo. Yeah. You know, sometimes you sit back and you – and you, uh, and you just you just realize, man, the the, the Lord's blessed you along the way. Because I mean, we hit the. It seems like you know I, I I wasn't really qualified to get this job back back when when I did get the job. I think golf wasn't that important to a lot of schools, but you know we were pretty focusing on getting into the Big Twelve at that point. And you know Gerald gave me an opportunity as a twenty six year old to to do something I dreamed of doing maybe a little bit before I did it. And, and then we had Jerry Rawl step up and, and get this facility. You know, we were we were begging to play, you know, Meadowbrook and Lubbock Country Club and Hillcrest, which are great places, but you really needed to have a place to call your own. And that that catapulted catapulted us into the next kind of uh, well, we had some players prior to the Rawls course that David Bowen's crew, you guys know him, that oh yeah. That uh, that really put us on the map. We made the NCAA national finals for the first time in I think twenty six years at that point when we made it in 2001 or 2002 it all runs together right in there and um you know that that along with getting the rolls in 04 you know we just kind of kept scraping and clawing and you know you do this long enough you figure out what you need to do to a find the players but b develop them and do the right things and um i'm fortunate enough to to have uh good people that i've observed i've you know was able to to watch coach holder when he was still coaching who ended up being the AD at Oklahoma State, but he was one of the best in the business forever. He let me come work his camp. And so, you know, a lot of things that went into that. And uh, some days you, you just think, man, the, the uh, I can't believe I've been doing this this long. And, and it seems like it's, you know, only been four or five years. The next thing you wake up, you're done, doing it for 23 years. Let me ask you this, because Dave and I, we cross paths with your players out there uh... – uh, quite a bit. Uh, I'm usually over in their fairway and uh, get to say hey to them and all, but it seems like, and I don't know if, if you've always been able to 
to pick and choose and handpick. It seemed like you get really good kids. Is is that part of the recruiting process, or if they golf and they're a jerk, you'll take them? <laughs> well, we we've been fortunate. The last few years, we've uh, we've had a guy uh, Brock Barnes. I don't know if you remember. Yeah. He played yeah. With, uh, basketball. And Brock's been involved with our, with our program on the leadership side of things. And one of the things he really charged me to do is set a, a little bit more intentionality with our culture. And uh, I think that's moved us to a space where we're able to not only go out and find those guys that fit our culture, but also I think it's really moved these guys that we have in the clubhouse into a space that, um, you know, really our culture is three things. We're, we want to be professional. Uh, we want to be unbreakable. We want to be driven. And those three things drive everything we do. And um, I've been really fortunate, though. You're right. I mean, these kids, um, they're, they're straight as an arrow. They, 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 they're golf nuts. That's all they want to do. And, um, you know, they, uh, they really represent us well. You know, Ludwig has obviously been the face of the program for a long time. And he's just a mature, well-spoken um probably once in a lifetime player as far as ability so when you have him as the face of your program and you and you have someone in the locker room like that it's it's not hard for these kids to pick up on some things that that really move them into a space where they can handle themselves well with the people in the community and and uh, so i've been i've been really fortunate to, to almost have a good coaching staff too um with nathan went but also you feel like you almost have two other coaches in the in the locker room with the leadership we have on the team Coaches as well. Are, we're about to go to a break, so we appreciate you okay. taking the time. Good we'll luck look. in Norman. Brock Barnes is a okay. good friend, and he does wear sandals, and I mean flip-flops and shorts yeah. in the snow. You didn't even know okay. that. <laughs> He's a little different. Thank well, thanks, you. guys. Good luck to you, Coach. We're pulling okay. for you. Yeah. Appreciate it. Greg Thank Sands, Sands, everybody. Right. Head, head okay. golf coach, men's golf, Texas Tech. Sports talk conversations with a good laugh mixed in. This is the Sports Talk with Bedford and Ashby podcast from Double T 97.3. I'm a flooring American. I kind of got off on talking. Anyway, this is Leftwich Chapman. This is where we want you to buy your flooring, any kind of flooring that you want. They've got it at Leftwich Chapman, and they are great people. I'm telling you, you will love working with Larry mm-hmm. and Joe and their installers. Uh, they just, they're just first-class operation, too, just big time. 4517 50th Street. Go in and take a look. You'll be impressed. And Medicare Solutions of West Texas. Here's who we, you said who could we have on a sponsor. we got to have Lori Kastner and Tanya Blackburn, or at least one of Let's them. Let's do it. Come on and talk about this stuff. Cause, and they, come on down. And explain it. They could do some explaining to us because we don't get it. 605 Avenue O. Yeah. Isn't that right? No, 620 Avenue O. 620 well, you gotta, Avenue O. Why did you put a pink cap on? I just did. You just did? Yeah. The uh, That's the our women's cap. I didn't know it fit your head. Yeah. I, I, th- I, think I, supposed I to be can smaller. let it out a little. Anyway, uh, Medicare Solutions of West Texas, these are local people. They're really smart on this stuff. They know all about it, and most people All right, Lori, if you come down today, I'll give you this pink cap. Yeah, just drive How's down that? here. 620 Avenue O. Text me when you get here. We'll let you. Don't come right the second because we got Wes Kitley coming up, but uh, in just a minute. But I, I got behind on these spots. Cardinal Sports That's all right. Center. We'll get caught up. Well, here, let me I, do them. I'll get, I will. I'll get us caught up. <laughs> you can't. Cardinal Sports Center. Everything sports. Everything Texas Tech. Outside the loop on Slide Road. I love this store. I love it. All right. Uh, I did want to say one other thing before we get Coach Kitley. I, Ludwig. Uh, Ludwig Aberg is Ludwig. going to be named. He's in the. He's a finalist for the Hogan Award. If he wins it, it'll be the second year in a row he has won it, and only one other golfer in the history. Scotty Scheffler. 
history of this event, of this award, has won it. This is a good guess. Ben Hogan. But it's wrong. <laughs> it is the Ben Hogan Award, but it's wrong. The only other guy to win it. Well, let me guess. All right, keep going. Where, is Wes on the phone? Wes, do you want to guess? Uh, well, be honest, I didn't hear the first part of the question. Well, so. when, when Ludwig Aberg, if he wins the Ben Hogan Award again, he won it last time. If he wins it again, there's only one other golfer that's won it back-to-back years. One Crenshaw. other golfer. No. Pat. Recent. Yeah. Current golfer. Oh, a current golfer. No, I'm sorry, guys. I know. John Rahm. Okay. That's a good one. Okay. All, All right. right. We don't talk about that. We won't talk about you, Coach. Thank you, Coach Kitley, for being on. We appreciate you, man. I've no, got, no problem. Thanks I, for, for having me. I got so much stuff on Texas Tech track and field. It's hard. I mean, I had to just run right. stuff. Two up. different guys placed in the throwing events. We had a javelin and a hammer. Yeah, we uh, got third and six, which is where we were ranked. So I was I was happy about that. We okay. didn't make any ground up, but we held our own there. So okay, uh, and then no, uh, I'm, I'm excited. We're fighting these storms. We're moving the meet up to try to. Oh, we've been in storms all night yeah. last night, and we have four inches of rain here. Oh my god! Expecting at three o'clock to six to be really bad, so we're moving it up two hours. And um, well, do you still have time to out. talk to us, coach, or do you need to get? Yeah, no, we we don't we we are running the multis. We got the hurdles in, and we're going to go throw the discus for them. But then the running for the team will start at two instead of four. So okay. I'm good. All right. Okay. Coach, you're proud of this team too, aren't you? This is a good group. You have a really oh, it is. good group. It, it, it's a real good group. We, we, uh, If we can stay healthy, we, we've got a really good shot, of course, winning this Big 12 championship here and then also making a big dent in the national scene. So we just got to – this is tough. This, I hate this weather being like it is here because we're going to have delays and lightning and all that, I'm sure, for the next two days. But yeah. uh, no. we got to manage it and get through it. Does that make – uh, more injury prone with with conditions like we've got right now, and you said today what, what and tomorrow. A kid, what hurts a track kid is having to warm up, and then they're really ready to run, and then they delay it, yeah. and you got to go warm up again. Uh. And uh, that's that's what we worry about. So uh, that's where we're going to have to, as coaching staff, try to manage that today. And but everybody's in the same boat, so you know we just got to figure it out. <laughs> I was going to say that everybody, all for the indoor season. <laughs> we need to be go, let's go like, indoors. Sound like they need a boat. Exactly. Well, I tell you what, when you come up here, it just seems to be bad weather every time we come. So this is Tornado Alley. We we dodged yeah. tornadoes Friday night. We were in the hallway till ten thirty, oh, and uh, you know gosh. it's it's been a long hey, two days. I was thinking that very thing last night, Coach. I'm sitting there going, "We're running the Big Twelve track meet in tornado alley this time of year said i think i'd move it somewhere else just say hey yeah, we're sorry y'all can't host yeah well this will be the last time because oklahoma we don't they don't we don't run them again so yeah, right. get out of here it. oklahoma get out of here all right that's right texas yep. and oklahoma are both leaving do either one of them have a chance of winning this on their way out the door oh no doubt uh okay. texas Crap. has got a really good team uh we we really jumped on them indoors, and uh, they did not have a good meet. But they're they're a really good team, and uh, we'll fight them for the championship. Oklahoma will be good, but I don't think Oklahoma's got enough to beat Texas or me, unless we just don't have a good meet at all. Well, they're not even ranked so in the top twenty-five. Meet, it's going to be a, a battle. Texas is number twelve. We've been back and forth between one and two. We just dropped back to number two behind Arkansas. Oh, where's nationally. Florida? Because they're always good. Florida's third. Okay, I was about to say Alabama's fourth, Tennessee fifth, but uh, Texas yeah, Arkansas is Arkansas really, really good. 
they've been ranked number one nearly all year. We moved last week, but then it just goes weekly depending on who's who's improved or who's run. And uh, that doesn't worry me too much. We just got to get through this meet and get through next week to even get to nationals. So that's the most important. What goes on next week? We don't. We have a week off, and okay. then we head to Sacramento uh, the week after that for the regional. Yeah, the Mountain Regional. Uh, yeah, okay. And that, yeah. Well, it's no, it's just the West Regional. West they divide regional. the country into two parts, and you, you go to the West and go to the East. The country does, and then you take the top twelve in each event in the West and the top twelve in the East, and that's who goes to national. Well, that's kind of fun. That's kind of good. Yeah. yeah, except if your your part of your country is way stronger in an event yeah. than the other, well then that uh, makes it tough. Well, it sounds to me like going west would be better than going to east because going east you got to got the you know got all the SECs. Yeah, we've got Arkansas in the in the west. Oh, so, <laughs> so they uh, sent them with us. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, Missouri's in the west. Uh. They're in the west, and uh, it, it's it's weird how they divide the country, but. Uh, Anyway, we're going to see plenty of Arkansas, and, and they're really good. They they brought in 18 kids from the portal, and uh, they got a really, really good, t- solid field event group, especially. Coach, we've already talked about that today, about a guy that starts three years at Michigan in one of the top basketball programs in the country just ups and leaves, and he leaves for money, and he made no bones about it. Yeah. And David heard that he got $4 million regardless. I mean, if he got a million or $2 million. Yeah. Good gosh, yeah. but what 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 are your thoughts in track on the portal? Is that I know it's not as going to affect y'all like it does basketball, but no. And I, I tell you how I am about it, and I call every head coach. If, if there's a kid on there from Michigan, I'm going to call the head coach. And most, and we have several that transferred here because we have a good program, but they graduated from there. In other words, they graduated. They have the COVID year left. And, you know, I don't have a problem taking them. And, the, and 99% of the coaches tell me, Coach, I love the kid. Of course, we wished he'd stay. But, you know, he's graduated and he wants to be on a good team. You know, so nearly every kid we've gotten off the portal, they wanted to come to Texas Tech because we've got a really good team. And, uh, you know, it's it's just different in track, too. You're, you're, you're 12 scholarships and you're at Michigan. You probably are on a little yeah. bit. And you yeah. have an opportunity to come to Texas Tech and get a little bit more money and be – on championship teams. So, but I don't love it. You know, it is what it is. I have, you know, it's been advantageous to me yeah. uh, to get some. And, but when you start buying them with, with NIL money, then that's, uh, yep. that's a whole different it's world. Gonna affect your, it's going to affect your boy a lot. Zach's going to have to deal with the football. Although, foot, I love what we're doing in football, paying everybody. I love that. But there's yeah, going to be kids think, that get uh, I think Joey's philosophy is probably that. I have never talked to him about it, but. You know, I think it's a lot more about the university, and it's a lot more about being a teammate, and it's a lot more about loving your school. Love that. And yeah. I'm, that's what I'm for. And Me I think too. that's what Grant McCaslin and Joey and, and a lot of us are. And uh, But we've also it's, – it's, it's here, guys. I mean, we've got to do some NIL to compete, and uh, it's just – it's kind of what it is. All right, the men are ranked second in the nation. The women are 13th. Are you, you're pretty proud of these uh, the women. Really coming on. Yeah, I mean, uh, I really am, and I think we can move up. I think we could be – if we can stay healthy and get through this meet and, and regional, get the right people to nationals, I think we can be a top-ten team in the women. And then I feel for sure wow. if we can be healthy, we should be a top-four team in the men. You know, I always say you get on, you know, final four team because they give trophies for the final four. And uh, it's kind of like basketball, so – 
But yep. we got a we got a little work to do. We're a month away from that, so. I know it's, it kind of gets long here, <laughs> long here at the end, especially with the week off. But you got finals behind you, Coach. That has got to finals feel so are good. Finals behind us, and it's a blessing there, total blessing. Get that done. Oh. Hey, if if a kid didn't make his grades, could he still run in the regional? I mean, <laughs> he can't compete at Big Twelve. Okay. Yeah. No, that's luckily we didn't have one casualty, so I'm very proud of that. Men and women's team, everybody passed. Out of 125 kids, that's pretty, wow. pretty remarkable. Wow. No, that, that really is, without a doubt. Now, we had you on before the national uh, indoor meet, and you talk, you were talking about top four and all that, and and I thought, oh, we're going to be right there at three, two, three, four, five, and I'll be darned if we weren't five. Yeah. And yes. Remember me telling you, hey, there's five spots on that podium. Why don't they – yeah, it's you like know, the Olympics. Yeah. yeah, there's five spots. Give everybody a trophy. Why don't yeah, you bring that up? Just give top four, and we uh, we got to do better and get on there. So uh, I think we can. We just got to keep this group healthy. We got a really good team. And we, if we can stay healthy through the next month, love to win this Big 12 championship. I think it's important for your university and your school. And, you know, national championships are hard to win. And we're going to sure try to do it, but uh, <laughs> yeah. conference championships are, are where the whole group's together more, and we get a little more you elite bet. group. It's not everybody on your team, but you know when you got thirty-two girls and thirty-two boys here, that's fun. It's special. That and, is and, fun. Uh, it's uh, something we want to try to do. Terrence right. Jones went, didn't he? You brought him, didn't you? Oh yeah, we've got our sprint. It's the <laughs> same know. as indoors. We need to really today fill up lanes. I call it. Yeah, make the finals. And that's going to be the hundred and the two hundred and the one ten hurdles and and uh, four hurdles. Those are kind of we need to dominate and get three or four guys in those events on the men's side. Mm-hmm. And so uh, Texas women are really good. They're going to be hard to beat. So well, that was my next men, question: Do we have any chance of the women winning the conference? Because Texas, you know, they in, always in reality, are good. No, yeah. no, we we can we can have some Big Twelve champions and we can we can be uh, top three, I think, in the women's team. Yeah, uh, we just got to have a good meet. But conference, you got depth, and then nationals, you got more quality. So our women have five or six really quality kids. But we we're out depth a little bit with Texas as far as a conference meet. I got you. Well, coach, we're I can't you know we just had Greg Sands on. We are so blessed at Texas Tech to have coaches like you two guys. I'm telling you, you're amazing, and I just we appreciate the character you bring and everything else to our program and the, and the winning that you're bringing to our program because you've already won a national championship. Well, I appreciate that. No, it's, it's, it's home. It's where I want to be. It's where uh, I'm going to stay. I'm planning on dying in Lubbock. And, uh, <laughs> you know, but not in the near future, I'm not, hoping. Not today. <laughs> not today. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it's just it's my kind of people and so proud to be the head coach. My goodness, you know, they don't give those jobs away and, I'm one of the fortunate ones to be a head coach at the place I love. So, Well, it is neat. We're proud to have you, I can and, tell you. And we wish you well today. Hope every, everything goes as smoothly as a rain-soaked yeah. track meet can go. Well, we, we're just hoping that that weather forecast is a little delayed. And uh, it's we're moving it to 2, and it's supposed to hit 3 to 6. So they're mm. counting on us having delays, and that way we won't be here until 2 or 3 in the morning if we got a delay. Well, this is made for a night meet because of the heat, but we're not really that hot right now. So the yeah. running events you've moved to two, right? They yes, were scheduled the for four o'clock. Moved to, to, to two also, which okay. is starting at three. Yeah, moved the field events up an hour and the running up two. You said something about tomorrow. Could you? Could y'all? 
Are there any events tomorrow? Yeah. Yes, we oh, have. I, I always think it. a we, Sunday is not a track day. No, it is with us, Big 12. I hate it. Pope so ball. This will be the last time we have to do it because it could be why you getting in our league next year to, for us to make the rule that we're not going to do it. Yeah. yeah so that's... we're going to go Thursday, Friday, Saturday from Good. now on. Good. Good. Pole vault's yeah, tomorrow. Pole vault's tomorrow. Yes, we got Bradford tomorrow and yeah, our Zach vault crew. And, uh, Relays. So we got the long jump. It's a big, I mean, the uh, high jump is a big event for us on the men today. And then just disqualifying. You know, we've got the 100, the 200, the 400, the quarter hurdles, the 800. We've got everything. To, you got to fill up lanes today to have a chance tomorrow. Okay. So, well, fill up some do. lanes today, Coach. That's what we're, we're going to do. It. That's All what right. we're going to wish for, pray for. Thank you. Coach Appreciate Kidley, that. you're the, you're great. Wes Kidley, the, how many years is this for you now? 20? Just 24. 24. <laughs> not not long at all. You just keep <laughs> you keep working, Coach. You'll get the hang of this. You're... I'm telling you, I'm just I'm trying to figure it out. I'm I'm learning every day. <laughs> now you got your boy back here. This is you know God is good, oh, right? It doesn't get any better. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. What a what a blessing to have him here and and just love little love what they're doing in football and how you much bet. fun that is. It's you great. Bet. I hope they're as good as everybody thinks they're going to be because there's you sure be some both. optimism. As good as Joey thinks they're going to be. I know <laughs> yeah, that's right. We just be as good as Coach thinks we're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> that enthusiasm right. we're great <laughs> well well y'all get some rain there i hope uh, we're getting a little yeah. we're getting a little all right. all right coach good luck to you big 12 champions let's bring it home thank you guys all i right. love being with you, you thank bet. you coach we love you appreciate it Bye-bye. all right all right west kit how about a guy like that he's at the track meet there's you could hear him in the background gary announcing stuff yeah, if Wes Kittley would please come to the podium. Yeah. Nope, I'm busy. I'm, I'm busy right now. I really do think they ought to have something for the top. Yeah. Five. Either do three or five. I agree. Four. Hey, or tell like, me your story that you told yesterday about JoJo Robertson. We don't have time right now. The music's playing. About the Texas Tech Red Raider women's golf team. They had to hang on to qualify, and they oh. did. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to figure out. I can tell that real quick because they were in like second place after day one or two. Then they go to the last day, and they don't play good at all. They shoot like one under. And a team that was 17 under, it was Michigan or somebody. 17 strokes behind them? Well, they were probably 20 strokes behind. Oh. And they shoot 17 under, and we're <laughs> one under. And darn near hopped us for fifth place, and only the top five go to the nationals. Yeah, and we finished fifth, but that one team was gobbling us up in a hurry. <laughs> now they're so, headed to Greyhawk. Yeah, so they anyway, take it punched, lady. The Red Raider women's golf. You've been listening to the Sports Talk with Thetford and Ashby podcast from Double T ninety seven three. Catch the show live Saturday mornings from nine to noon on Double T ninety seven three FM or on the Double T ninety seven three mobile app.